This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. We turn uh, over to Matthew's Gospel. Uh, today we're going to be reading out of chapter 7 verses 13 and 14 and I'm going to, um, you probably have this one so you can put it up on the screen, Living Bible Translation and then I'm also going to uh, use the Voice Bible Translation and I'm going to read a little bit to you out of uh, Passion Translation today. A title of today's message would be Not So Fast. Everybody turn your neighbor and say, Not So Fast. I just really kind of want you to listen to this. You know, uh, sometimes even when we're reading, we're preoccupied with reading. Sometimes it's good just to listen, just to hear. I'll do the reading, you do the listening, and let's see what God is saying. The Living Bible Translation of Matthew's Gospel, again, chapter 7, verses 13 uh, through 14. Uh, And forgive me, I'm I'm supposed to be here. Uh, My name is Bruce, Brother Bruce. I'm married to Pastor Sandy, and and we're glad that you're all here today. Uh, You just relax, and let's have a good time in the Lord. Amen. Don't be nervous. He knows all about you, even the stuff nobody else knows. He he saw it all. You know, he's okay with it. Nobody got struck with lightning or run over in the parking lot. You're here, so we're good, right? Look at your neighbor and say, it's all right. (laughs) It's okay. (laughs) The Lord sometimes asks me, he goes, we're okay, right? You're okay. I'm good. I'm good, you know. As long as I'm still vertical, I'm good. But even if I'm horizontal, amen, I'll just... Be good then too, but living Bible translation. <clears throat> Heaven, now this is written in red. These are the words of Jesus. See, this isn't something we can have, you know, uh, say, well, you know, that's so and so. This is Jesus talking. Amen. Said, so Heaven can be entered in can be entered only through the narrow gate. The highway to hell is broad. And its gate is wide. I can hear some of you saying, yeah, I know that song. I heard that song somewhere before. I'm on the highway to hell. Well, the highway to hell is broad, and its gate is wide enough for the multitudes who choose its easy way. But the gateway to life is small, and the road is narrow, and only a few ever find it. Listen to the Voice Bible translation. I like this one the best. It says, there are two paths before you. You may take only one path. One doorway is narrow, and one door is wide. Go through the narrow door. For the wide door leads to a wide path. And the wide path is broad. The wide, broad path is easy. And the wide, broad, easy path has many, many people on it. 
but the wide, broad, easy, crowded path leads to death. Now then, that narrow door leads to a narrow road that in turn leads to life. It's hard to find that road. Not many people manage it. The Passion Bible, the first part of that verse reads this way, Come to God through the narrow gate, because the wide gate and broad path is the way that leads to destruction. Nearly everyone chooses that crowded road. You know, every day in our life, uh, we're on this journey, and we, and each one of us individually, decide a direction. I'm going to ask you today, which way do you choose? You know, it's not so easy to change course in life, is it? You know, the world's way, as Jesus uh, was talking about, I'm going to use some familiar terms to us. The world's way is a freeway. It's a six-lane, wide, broad, easy, crowded, and honey, is fast. I mean, it's fast. It promises to get us there quick, doesn't it? Have you noticed that in the world that we live in that there's a need for speed? You know, whether we would agree with that or not, sometimes it's like we just like the adrenaline rush. Uh, We like the excitement, the exhilaration of life in the fast lane. Because in every one of us, there's a got to get there. In one form or the other. You know, it's so easy to get caught up with the crowd, isn't it? But remember the crowd. Have you ever been on the... It, you know, we've traveled around a little bit, not much. I'm happy to just be a country boy and stay pretty much to home. Uh, but we've been some places in California and New York and, you know, different places during, quote, rush hour. Have you ever been in, the, in a rush hour on the freeway? Because everybody's in a hurry, they might miss happy hour. <laughs> You know, it's so easy. Now listen, and it's stro- so strong that we tend to feed the need for speed. We ca- got to go with the flow. Life, you know, uh, life is fast in the century that we're in and the day that we, uh, that we live in. <clears throat> Too fast. Can't. And pardon the little spin on proper English. It can't. And it don't last too fast. Most times it results in either us or someone else has a crash. You know, crashes on the freeway remind us not so fast. Slow down. It's only when we slow down that we have some time to think about where we're going. Maybe where we're at. Maybe where we've been. Maybe even a little deeper than the what and the 
how and the when, we get to thinking about the who and the why. Slow down. You know, Jesus came and said, there is another way. You know, the freeway, the sixth lane, is fast, it's wide, it's easy. Boy, there's a great crowd. I think sometimes we fear being alone with our own selves, with our thoughts. So we 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 got to have something or someone chattering at us all the time. Because, you know, God invades our thoughts, doesn't he? Or doesn't he? <clears throat> you know, Jesus, in, in, by way of comparison, I'm sure that, you know, out here in the country, but, you know, we're blessed in the country, aren't we? The Bible says the blessing works in the city and the blessing works in the country. Wherever you're at, you, God's there. The Bible says he stands at the busy intersection saying, Here's Jesus, you know, uh, talking about the sixth lane, the fast lane, the easy. And he says, now listen, he goes, how about swapping that in for the cow path? That's what we call it, the cow path. One lane, one way. It's not easy to change lanes. Not easy to change course. It's not easy to slow down in life. Not easy to make a change. Well, following with Jesus, let me help you now, you know, uh, is walking with Jesus. You don't get there so fast. Oh, but he'll take you all the way and he will get you there. But to follow him is to walk with him. See, you know, and we decide a direction. We decide who to follow. You know, I made that decision a long time ago, and it was so shocking to me, you know, that, uh, uh, you know, that heaven was so real at the, you know, at the onset of that, I believed what he said. You know, he said, there's a road to hell. I, I was on it. Nobody had to tell me I was going to hell. I told everybody, I, you know, man, you go to hell. I, I could care. Just like you would, you know, use please and thank you. How are you today? You just go to hell. You don't need to know how I am. I don't give a rip. You know, you don't really mean that. You know, go to hell. I'm shocked he said that. Well, it's in the Bible. Jesus, read, Jesus said it. He goes, there's, there's a heaven and there's hell. And I believe that, you know. I had to locate myself where that was, was concerned. But it, it was so surprising that, that when, you know, when I decided to follow Jesus, that we just didn't immediately get in his rocket ship and fly there. You know, I thought, you know, all my troubles are going to be over with now that I have the one who is the answer. Well, you know, I mean, it was kind of like, you know, we, no, we're going to walk this out. 
We're I'm, we're gonna walk uh, you, and we're we're gonna walk it out, and we're gonna work it out. I found out, boy. You know, I mean, I've been with the Lord 36, 36 years. It's been a it's it. Life has, in one sense, been very short. It's gone by fast, you know. But in in a, in another uh, sense, boy, you know, it's it's been uh, heaven's been a long way from where we first started from. So he's not going to just, you know, uh, change everything, but he has the power to change everyone. You know, this shows us that Jesus came for everybody. But somebody, he'll take, he'll settle for somebody. Those are the words that he said. He goes, few, he goes, manage to find this. A lot of times, you know, we're, until we start looking for God, we don't find out that he's been looking for us. When do we look for God? Sometimes when life slows down because of the crashes. Because of the chaos and confusion, whether in our own life or somebody else's, but slows down enough where, you know, we have time to pay attention or to give attention to what really matters and what really counts. And this little issue about God in our life, that really matters. It really counts. The issue of which way I'm going, the decision I've made about the direction I'm on, that really does matter now. You know, you'll find out you're, you know... Uh, someday we're all going to come to the place where we're we're in the reality of that. It would be better to sooner than to wait till later. Amen. Amen. Well, following Jesus and walking with Jesus, maybe there's somebody here today, you know, we're like me so many years ago. Man, I was kind of looking for an exit. Don't misinterpret that, you know, a lot of times... People will exit relationships, they'll exit marriages, they'll exit jobs, they'll exit, you know, this or that. They just want to get off of the road that they're on. But, you know, all of those things are kind of peripheral, aren't they? Don't misinterpret. Maybe the exit that you're looking for for a change that you're really looking for is that you would change. Is that change would come for you. Because, see, getting rid of her or getting rid of him, ain't really going to change you. I'm going to go along. We're going to stay quite positive here today. But now listen, many are on that road. And about the sixth one, we find out that the only common denominator is still you. Amen? You know, we, we... the thing about Jesus is that is you know we got to get off of the road where everybody listen where nobody honestly stays with anyone or anything any amount of time but this following Jesus is from here to forever maybe you're here looking for the nearest exit 
maybe on the wrong road, going the wrong way. I don't know. I mean, you know, that's for each one of us to decide for ourselves. But if you're ready to go another way, I want to say today out of what Jesus has said, there is another way. Say this with me, time to turn. You know, when the turn's coming up, you know, we were, we were yesterday riding in the car. <laughs> I mean, you know, we're, we weren't uh, uh, looking for a turn, but I ran a red light. Well, technically it was orange, but it was way orange. You understand what I'm saying? And there's, they got the little cameras on there, you know. That's for terrorists. No, it's for people who... <laughs> it's really for... Thank God for the authorities that we have. Amen. You know, aren't you glad that, that you know, we help pay for all those new cruisers and stuff and new cameras on new lights to help pay for all those for the authorities to help us. Glory to God. Anyway, all of that. But anyway, and what happened was, was Sandy asked me a question. And, you know, I focused so hard on that question that I didn't. She goes, you just ran a thing. I said, why'd you? I was thinking about what you asked me. <laughs> you know, I wish I was smart enough to chew gum and dance and, you know, play the banjo at the same time. I, sometimes it's just, you know, I get real focused in uh on stuff, but you know, have you ever noticed that uh, that when it's time to turn, even the phone tells you this because see, the phone is believable to this generation. Everything that that phone tells you is true. Hear the voice, obey the voice. In three hundred yards, you are going to take a left. You freak out and say, do you hear me if you don't turn? When I tell you to turn, I'm going to have to recalibrate this whole thing. And I'm not going to be happy. I might just shock you, zap you or something. Worse than that, I'm going to take your bars down to nothing and not talk to you at all. And you don't even know where you're going because you can't read a map anymore. I'm just imagining things, you know what I'm saying. <clears throat> In 300 yards, you're going to take a left turn. And you're doing 65 miles an hour. If we don't slow down, we can't take the turn. Because we're going to miss the turn when it comes up. Is it time to turn? As if it is, is it probably a slowdown. Either, either we voluntarily slow down, you know, or life at some point in time, there'll be a reminder somewhere here or there, either in our own selves or something, someone nearby. See, slow down. I want to I want to present this to you. Slow down. There's a change coming. The change is not by chance. Change is by choice. Change never happens by chance. It's by choice. Jesus said that. He didn't say poor folk. 
They can't do anything about it. He goes, many are those that choose to be on that road. That's good news because we can choose to take another way. We can choose to go another way. And this is for sinner. This is for saint today. If you consider yourself a saint and never have found yourself to be a, a sinner, check with me after class. It's for everybody, isn't it? There's a change coming. Really, the chance to change. Well, there's another way. Sometimes there isn't another day and another way. Sometimes there isn't. I wish I could say that, that every time there's a... There's another, another time, another way, another street, another this. But sometimes, used to drive 18-wheeler, you know, U-turns are illegal. Sometimes there's a long way between exits. Sometimes if you miss this one, it's a long way before there's another one, if there's another one. Well... What is this following Jesus thing? Let's take a look at the book, shall we? Can we go to Psalms 23? Aren't familiar with that verse of scripture over there? You guys doing okay? Everybody? All right. It's not too heavy for you, is it? Mm, it needs to be heavy enough. You know, the glory of God is talks about that there's a weightiness to it. Amen. <clears throat> The Lord is my best friend and my shepherd. Hold your place there, and I want you to listen to this out of John, the 10th chapter. As Jesus was talking about back there about the gate, isn't that right? The gate, wide gate, the narrow gate leading to the broad road, the narrow road. He said this, he goes, I am the gateway. To enter through me is to experience life, freedom, and satisfaction. This is John 10, starting in verse number 9. A thief has only one thing in mind. He wants to steal, slaughter, and destroy. But I have come to give you everything in abundance, more than you expect life in its fullness until you overflow. I am the good shepherd who lays down my life as a sacrifice for the sheep. But the worker who serves only for wages is not a real shepherd because he has no heart for the sheep. He will run away and abandon them when he sees the wolf coming. And then the wolf mauls the sheep and drags them off and scatters them. Verse 14, I alone am the good shepherd, and I know those whose hearts are mine, for they recognize me and know me, just as my Father knows my heart and I know my Father's heart. I am ready to give my life for the sheep, and I have other sheep that I will gather which are not of this Jewish flock. Aren't you glad that uh, Jesus just didn't limit it to a special few, to the folks that thought they knew that, that that was enough, that I know? And no one else gets to know. Aren't you glad? I was a other sheep. 
You can call me black sheep, gray sheep, purple sheep, yellow sheep. I just want one of them sheep. If, if Jesus is just, and you know he's just painting a picture here, isn't he? But, but the shepherd David said, he goes, the Lord is my best friend and he's my shepherd. Jesus is talking about his, how he shepherds. He said, I have other sheep that I will gather which are not of this Jewish flock. And I, their shepherd, must lead them too. Aren't you glad that uh, when you were uh, on the wrong road, going the wrong way, that the shepherd shows up and says, Now listen, there's a different path. There's a different way. I've got something better for you. There's a better life than this one here. If you want off, I know where the exit is. And I know where the entryway is. It's a funny thing from the freeway. You don't, it's just the fastest way. You can't really see what life is like until you get off the exit and you take the turn to get downtown and get out and go in the diner and talk with the local folk and, you know, become, find out about the culture of that. At some point in time, you have to decide, I'm getting off. And I'm going to go down into town. I'm going to find out for myself. I'm going to see the sights. Not just going to take for granted that I've seen it all on the fa- in the, from the fast lane on my way to, well, God knows where, right? God knows where, but he needs us to know where. So he said, and I, their shepherd, must lead them too, and they will follow me and listen to my voice, and I will join them all into one flock with one shepherd. I'll tell you what, now I am so glad that I didn't let the church send me to hell. Because they were, you know, it's like I'm not going to church with them hypocrites. The church was sending me to hell. But I thank God that someone came and Jesus was their best friend and he was their shepherd and I saw something different. And I, and I began to realize, boy, if God could do that for them, if he's real. And they, and they, they didn't make a bunch of hoops for me to jump through. They just asked me about my relationship with Jesus. Let's go back to Psalms 23. The word of God will stand for itself. You know, Jesus wasn't lying, was he? When he just said to us all those things, he's the gate, he's the good shepherd. If we come to him, that he'll do all these things for us. Psalm 23, the Lord is my best friend and my shepherd. I always have more than enough. He offers a resting place for me in his luxurious love. He tra- his, his tracks take me to an oasis of peace, the quiet brook of bliss. Be still and know that I am God. Now, now, how can you know God without being still? Lay that over top of our life. You know, come to church with me this Sunday. I'm busy. You know, life. It's home, my only day off. I got to work overtime. You know, I got to pay for the boat that I never get to ride in because I'm paying for it. Because I got to work to pay for it. But at least I see it on my way to work. I'm reminded, I love you. I'm willing to die for you. Don't tell me. Don't tell me it's not worth fighting for. (laughs) It sits there in my driveway just outside my door. Whoa. 
It's absolutely true. I'll give seven years or ten even for my life for you. (laughs) All right. We can laugh because we've all kind of been there and done that, haven't we? It's funny how how we tend to overload and overcommit and overcrowd our lives with all these other things. Jesus said, I made all those things and I want you to have them. I just want to get them to you in another way. I just don't want that to be your God. Well, it's not my God. Are you serving it? Because if you're having to serve it and you don't have time to serve God, then you're judging me. Oh, you be the judge of that. I don't know your personal deal. I have no interest in your personal deal. Only interested in where we're at today and which way. That's all. And, and this offer. He offers a resting place for me. He, his tracks take me to an oasis of peace. The quiet brook of bliss. One Bible, the old translation says, he makes me to lie down in green pastures. Not just pasture, lie down. You know, an animal, cow, sheep, he's talking about sheep, they lie down when they're full and they're contented and they're satisfied, so they lay down. said he... He leads me beside still waters, deep pools of peace, still waters. Now listen, it says, and that's where he restores and revives my life. There's a restoration and a, res- and, and a reviving of the real life that you were meant to live, the new life, the life that God has for you. Not this, you know, headlong rush out into, well, I hope, you know, I hope that the dash means something more than just a blank space. I was born here, and I died here at this time, and in the middle, what a story. What a story. What will be that story? It's just a dash. The dash for cash, the dash for, you know, to be somebody, to have something, to matter to all of that. It's just a dash. It's kind of like you can fill in the blank. And we do, don't we? Yes, we do. But he says it's in the quiet and the stillness. It's in the slowing down. It's on that one way, one lane little path that we really have time to walk and talk with him and get to know him. And it's there that we get to make him known with other people that want off the freeway, that want out of life in the fast lane. Because it promises a lot. There are billboards and all of the stuff, you know, but man, you know, none of it's there. You're just in the car. He opens before me pathways to God's pleasure and leads me along in his footsteps of righteousness so that I can bring honor to his name. That is God's way for us. Let me ask you today, take Jesus up on his offer. Pastor Ron's going to come.
And some of you here today take the time to turn. Take the time to turn. Let me flip that over. In some, for things to turn, it's going to take a little bit of time. Go in a different direction to walk it out with Jesus while he works it out. Well, I'm going to tell you what every... You know, you're not here today by accident. The Bible says no one can come to Jesus except the Father begins to draw him. Except the Spirit of God has been working. Working on us. I remember him working on me. Just working. And nobody else knew it. They even interpret my life totally differently looking at the outside but God saw the inside and I'm telling you God was working on me Jesus was asking me a question follow me you follow me which way for you you going to follow me because here's the offer that way where everybody else so many Many, many, many people are on that road. And it'd be easy just to stay and go with the flow. It'd be easier than to slow down and change lanes and change a course and to get off here and to find out, is this God real? Is this Jesus? Can he save like he says that he can? Is he who he says he is? Is there? I remember thinking in my heart, will the real Jesus please stand up because... I mean, this one says that, that one says that. There's so many different churches and religions and all of that. And all of them have their own definition of Jesus. But I needed to know the one that could change me. That could turn things around for me. Maybe you're here today and you recognize this time in your, in your life. I believe that. You know, this is an ongoing thing, but it starts with the main thing. And the first thing, see, is making that initial turn to go in a different direction. To get in behind of Jesus and to follow him. And to get off, you know, that road to destruction. Because Jesus says that's where it leads. You know, life sometimes... It, that's not a straight road, that road to destruction. Sometimes blind curves come up. And boy, you're doing 90 miles an hour and come around the corner and it's all in no time to stop. You're just in the pile up. We just had 9-11. Ordinary, beautiful day. There are generations now that didn't even have no clue what happened that don't, no point of reference. I can just picture it just like that where I was who, what was happening all of those kinds of things you know and you think about that in, in one moment's time not because of something that those people did but there was a destroyer who had a different plan to intersect their life see it's time to turn to slow down you, you may have plans to live a long time you know the devil wants to Make sure you don't. 
It's too dangerous to give you enough space to find this grace. It's just too dangerous to, to, he'd rather kill you than to live without you. Because it's too dangerous if you ever start following Jesus, see. You ever really start knowing this real God, you're going to want to make him known. And people that knew you then, when they start to know you now, that's dangerous, see. Because as long as you're going around with the crowd and you're all headed to hell and you don't know the difference in the thing, we're all right from the devil's side. But the minute, the minute, the very second you decide to follow Jesus, I'm going to tell you what, he'll snatch you out of that and put you in something brand new that will take you forever to find out everything. But it starts with he forgives all your sins. The Bible says that he also heals all your diseases. The Bible also says he delivers you out of all your destructions. The Bible also says he renews your life totally and completely. I mean, you'll just be forever young with him. In other words, you'll, those young people don't know the difference, do they? They just dream and believe everything's possible and that nothing that bad will ever happen to them and that they'll live long and strong and that's what God wants for our life. Let me ask you today, you ready for a turn? And that's what it is. You turn from following this way and that one. And you turn to following Jesus and going his way. That's what repentance is. It's, it, it's not a changing, you know, uh, on the outside. And it's not a, just even a changing of the mind. It's a changing of a whole life. It's you were going this way, now you're going that way. I'm not walking with you no more. I'm not going that way anymore. Matter of fact, I'm getting further and further from that, see. Will you let him lead you along in his footsteps of righteousness? Get you on the right road, the right way to a life that he says is the more life. He, he described it as eternal life. Let's get forever settled today, shall we? Is that all right? Every head is bowed and every eye is closed. If you're here today, and what I, I pray that See, I didn't come here to, I did not come here to try to persuade you with fancy words of man's wisdom to show off intelligence or intellect. I wasn't aiming at your head. But I know God can speak to hearts. And I know that he's looking for hearts today that are ready and willing and open to let him come in and let him take over and let him turn everything around I'm going to ask you to be honest with him I'm going to ask you to be honest with yourself and we're going to pray a simple little prayer and if you're ready for a change I'm going to tell you Jesus in a moment's time that quick he'll change you and it won't be like it was before. This is for everyone that this is the first time. This is the first time I have decided to follow Jesus. If you're here today, won't you just slip up your hand. Every, but every eye is closed. No one's looking around. But I'm going to 
ask you just slip your hand up and acknowledge. God bless you. Any others? All right, let's pray this prayer together. Dear Jesus, come into my life. Take over. Make every wrong right. Turn me around. I'm ready to follow you from now on. And I thank you for forgiving me of all my sins. Thank you for giving me new life. Thank you, Master. I call you my Lord. I declare, I believe that you died for me. That God raised you from the dead. And you raised me as well. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for your time and your attention. Uh, today for those of you that you've just been saved you're so saved you've been just so saved for so long and I'm so I'm so glad that you are saved amen but now listen let's live like the saved shall we amen some of you need to slow down not so fast because fast don't last. It can't last, see? You know, life gets us in a hurry. Take the time to turn aside and see what it is that God's wanting to show you and to hear what it is that he's wanting to tell you. Oh, because if you miss that, I'm going to tell you what now. You know, you might miss a major direction in your life. You might, it might affect your your ultimate destination in you standing in front of God and God being able to say, man, oh man, I'm going to tell you what now, I'm sure glad you didn't come up with an excuse here for every time that you should have and you could have, you wouldn't. Amen? And I'm going to pray a slowdown on your life. Not a crash, just a slowdown. Amen? So you'll slow down enough to enjoy all the sights and the sounds and all of the good things and, and uh, see, what he, see what he has for you. Walking this thing out and working this thing out every day. Everybody say every day. Every day. Say this with me. You know, uh, say little by little. Little by little. Step by step. Step by step. Day by day. Day by day. One by one. One by one. All the way. With Jesus. Jesus. Say it again, little by little. little. Step by step. Step by step. Day by day. Day by day. Just one by one. One by one. I'm gonna do this life. I'm gonna do this life. With Jesus. God, I thank you you're always with us. You never leave us and you never forsake us. But I I pray that we'd get with you a little more often. Thank you. We'd get with you a little closer than we've ever been before. I pray that we would not be satisfied with anything less than your highest and your best. I thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus, that when we ask anything according to your will, that you do hear us. Thank you, Father. And we know if you hear us, that we have the thing that we asked of you. I pray, Lord, that you would give the gift of being able to enjoy this work in this way in this walk that we have with you and we'd be able to appreciate all of the beauty 
all of the goodness and all of the glory and all of, and appreciate all of the greatness that you have allowed us to encounter and to experience in Jesus name master i thank you for Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.